Hi everyone, welcome to our very first podcast. I am Sheila and this is my friend Tracy. Hello. Together we are In, In the, the Kisser. Kisser. In the Kisser, as our name suggests, is a little bit tongue-in-cheek. We are part zen mixed with a big dose of sass. Our friendship has lasted over 25 years. We've raised five children between us. Hello everyone, this is the segment we call Getting to Know Your Hostesses. I am Tracy, the Princess of Sarcasm, the Duchess of Witty Retorts, and the Queen of Snarkville. <laughs> if you don't know where Snarkville is, it's located in every state, but mostly in the state of mind and illusion. And sometimes, okay, most of the time, you will also find it in the state of confusion as well. I love to hike, I am short, I have messy hair, and I cuss way too effing much. Sorry, Mom. My heart walks around outside of my body in the form of my three wonderful daughters who are all in their 20s and out of the house. I also have several grand fur babies, and I am married to my high school sweetheart. Surprisingly, we haven't killed each other for the past 28 years that we have been married. <laughs> Good for you <laughs> on the 28 years. Oh, snark, snark. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sheila. I am the Zen to Tracy's Sassitude. Both of us cover zen and sassitude, but I tend to keep my snarkitude introverted. I teach Pilates 30 plus hours every week. I work in a large physical therapy clinic, so I work privately with individuals as well as group Pilates classes. And I teach in my own home Pilates studio another two days a week. I need to be more zen while dealing with students who sometimes are in pain or just need to focus on Pilates. I have two kids, also in their 20s. My boy is 22, my daughter is 26, and one spoiled rotten fur grandbaby. <laughs> and now we find ourselves with empty nests. Two lifelong friends being, bringing the zen with a big dose of sass. We came up with the idea for ITK while we were on a plane returning from Vegas many years ago. We went 20 years ago, mm. 1999. We flew out of Denver hours after I signed my divorce papers. Yeah, the ink wasn't even dry and our asses were on that plane. Yes, that was one of the very first trips that we took as friends outside of kids mm -hmm. or school events, different mm -hmm. things like that. We found ourselves in Vegas by dinner. We rode some roller coasters, had some drinks with some strangers. <laughs> Sorry, honey. It was Vegas and I was Sheila's wing woman. Yeah, she always has been. <laughs> <laughs> that was very weird. The roller coasters were a blast. I enjoyed them more than the drinks with strangers. Me too. We needed changes in our lives and to look at things differently, to close some chapters and open new positive ones. We also went shopping in Vegas. There tends to be a lot of that. Mm -hmm. There's lots of shops to get lost in. Several of the stores had those pictures with positive statements that are framed nicely and under glass. They said something like, you have the strength to make it to the top. And you can just see the guy's muscles sticking out. Mm. You know, so there's this hot guy hanging from a cliff in contrast to when you were in junior high school and you had all these pinholes in your wall because you had pinned up this picture of a fluffy little kitten with the phrase, tie a knot and hang on, Friday is coming. Right, or the cat hanging on the branch. Hang in there, Friday's coming. Back in 1999, there was just very little media as far as um, positive for us to, to see. Right now, we have Pinterest, podcast, we have Instagram, Facebook, we ha you name it, the social media is all over positive and negatives. But back in 1999, 
um, the life-affirming statements were just not out there at the time. Right. They're very far, hard to find. Mm -hmm. So after being in Las Vegas, um, we're flying back to Colorado. And this trip very much cemented us as friends. We knew that we already liked to work together and take care of each other's kids, and we were very helpful to one another in that avenue. But we wanted to live more positive lives and teach our kids the same. So we were searching for things and how we could implement that. Right, we were searching for things to um, show our kids or to teach our kids uh, how to be more self-aware, how to um, live within themselves. Uh, we we brainstormed on the flight home, and we wrote down a lot of things on the napkins, the plans we had for world domination, I can't tell you. And then we threw away that napkin. <laughs> we could have saved the world. Or at least a small country. We came home to our lives and picked the ideas up a few times, and we would get together, let the kids play, brainstorm some more, but very quickly following, when we came home within uh, two months, mm, three months, yeah, three months, um, there was Columbine. It was the first shooting in the country that was so close to home. Our kids were too young to really understand the situation, but they certainly remember having their whole school in lockdown. Our older girls were in second grade, yep. and the youngest two were in uh, preschool. Mm -hmm. It had a big impact on us as Columbine is in our community. Yeah, I remember the day Columbine happened. I was taking our two youngest home from preschool, and we were sitting at the traffic light that was just a, maybe a half a mile away from that high school. Yeah. And uh, a police car raced by, and then a fire truck, and the little kids, they were excited, like little kids will be, they were cheering on the fire truck, but quickly um, it, it became kind of serious because we realized that every emergency Every emergency vehicle in what seemed the entire metro area was, was racing, was speeding by us. And we sat at that light for 15 minutes. And I thought, I had no, I, well, I had no idea what was happening. So I ran home and turned on the news. And because it was so fresh, it, nobody was reporting on it yet. And then I found out later what had transpired. Following that time, we established Girl on the Grow. Girl on the Grow was meant to develop a better self-awareness and to help kids react differently in their stressful situations. Girl on the Grow was an interactive calendar for, our girl, for all girls ages 8 to 12, and we submitted those calendars and other materials to New York for publishing, but most of those ended up in the towers that fell in 9-11. Then 9-11 became a major focus and we dropped our calendar. Many years later, in the Kisser is here to let people know positivity is of help and service in all situations and in all ages. Mm -hmm. In the Kisser grew out of Girl on the Grow. It's kind of like we grew up with Girl exactly. on the Grow. We grew up. Girl on the Grow, Girl grew up. Anyway, uh, we picked this up and we put it down several times. And so we feel now that it is the right time for In the Kisser to rise. And, and if, if you're, you're going to rise, rise, you may as well shine. So, ITK is a positive lifestyle brand. It's kind of like your brand of crazy. Crazy and fun. So we started a website, <laughs> inthekisser.com, or as we refer to it, ITK. Of course, you're listening to our very first podcast. So we have that going for us. Yay! <laughs> Currently, we sell casual clothing, jewelry, and some accessories. Our blog can be viewed on our site and social sites. Tracy usually writes the blogs. That's me. And we are also developing our own line of t-shirts and underwear. 
you will find those under the headings of Zen teas and sassitudes, like yin to yang, Zen teas are to sassitudes. So an example of a Zen tea is the the t-shirt that we have. It says I breathe joy, and those come in different colors. Yes, many beautiful colors. Mm -hmm. I like that one. And then we have an example of a sassitudes t-shirt would be a t-shirt that we have that says what rhymes with Friday? Wine. Wine. We don't have a lot of Zentees or Sassitude in the lines right now, but we are working on getting more added. So make sure you come back to see what is new. Yep, and we've also started branching out on into sporting goods. Sheila, tell us why we have spent stand-up paddle boards. Part of my Pilates practice in the summer has moved to the lake, so I have Pilates on the paddle board. We also have simple meditations on the on the water. We love being out on the water. In Colorado, this is of course limited to May through October. Right, but I just, we would go out there sometimes and just do Savasana. That's my favorite part, yes. Savasana. Because a huge part of our company philosophy is meditation because it, because it is good for the soul, obviously. Meditation can be, can be spiritual. It can be a prayer or it can be words or thoughts or ideas of what you want to feel or be in the moment. Meditation doesn't take away our problems. It's just a tool to help us uh, come up with better solutions to our problems. We know the saying, you are what you eat. The same goes for the mental food you put into your mind. What you put in, you get out. And really, you can apply that to just about every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. Besides paddleboarding, we enjoy walking and hiking. You will be seeing products to support your daily activities and our daily activities. Mm -hmm. Sometimes these are day trips. Other times you need items to support your three days in the woods or in the canyons. Right. Um, last year at this time, I was not a hiker, but I became a hiker because we found out that we got the golden ticket to go down to um, Havasu Pie. And for those who don't know where Havasu Pie is, it's down in the Grand Canyon. That's where you see all the blue-green water, and it's, it's absolutely gorgeous down there. It is. Uh, we started hiking. We started putting in the miles and the elevation. Right, because going down into the Grand Canyon, it was we went for three days and it was over 45 miles that we hiked our little fannies off. Right, so after procuring those permits, we started hiking regularly in order to obviously be ready for that trip. When we got there at the end of April, you park at the top of the parking lot called the Hilltop Parking Lot, <laughs> and um, you hike in, it's 12 miles to the Indian Village from the parking lot, so you go down these, you know, obviously beautiful canyons of the Grand Canyon through sand and um, the bottom of the canyon where it's nice and rocky. And we got down into our camping area along the riverside and we set up hammocks and then we went and enjoyed our first afternoon at Havasu Falls. So it was a nice, fun, relaxing day um, following our first hike in. Right, but we also had, it's important to note that we had uh, our backpacks on us all the way down the canyon, which mine was 24 pounds. I know my daughter's was 27 pounds. Mine's about the same. So Others had way too much weight. Right, but but taking that 12 miles plus, uh, plus the other two miles to camp, then you had to set up camp, and then we 
uh, played in the, the falls for a while. That end of that day, we were really tired. We were very tired. Well, when we were playing around in the falls, we actually met a gentleman that did uh, yoga. That right. Way. He was a yoga instructor. Which right. The next day actually saved our lives. So we went to bed mm-hmm. probably before dark. And <laughs> we weren't really tired. Viewed the stars mm-hmm. from our hammocks. Morning of day two, we wake up and Tracy's head and shoulders are on the ground mm-hmm. and her feet are up in the air mm-hmm. because her hammock had stretched and she was a little too close to the ground because we had the hammock stacked. They were doubled up <laughs> because of that was just the strongest area to put two hammocks. Right. So my ass and my, my feet were in the air. <laughs> and my back was on the ground and it just wasn't the the night I thought I was going to have the first night watching the stars was not my favorite night wasn't quite <laughs> what it was sold as right <laughs> right but the next morning we got up and like I said the gentleman um, that was the yoga instructor yep uh, gave us a private yoga lesson with us and the 10 people that were in our group right that right there just that uh, yoga practice helped save my back for the rest of the day. Oh, it was had. beautiful because we had this great spot next to the river over the troll bridge. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> troll bridge was a little, a little hokey. It was a little tough getting across every time. I, I just kept, I had to shut my eyes a lot of times and just keep walking because it was, it was a little scary with some water going underneath. Yeah, it, it was yeah. pretty fast. It's amazing the people that you can meet from all around the world down in the bottom of a canyon, and it helped us prepare for our first long hike down the canyon and so we um, headed out just down from the campsites to what is Mooney Falls and you come in at the top of the falls and you go down the canyon um, down the falls excuse me on ladders and tunnels and ropes and these ladders are slippery because mm-hmm. of the mist from the waterfall and you're going a hundred feet down to the base of the Mooney waterfall and we'll put some pictures up on uh, ITK Faith on ITK's Facebook, you won't believe it when you see it because when you say 100 feet, it doesn't seem like it was just 100 feet because those those ladders, while they were hooked into the the side of the cliff, were kind of they kind of had a little give to them. Yeah. And then um, you have the the we say ropes that they're chains that you come down, and really uh, that it's all making it what's making it harder to go down is the. Uh, waterfall all the mist mist comes down so your hands are slippery your feet are slippery and there's there's mud on some of those things so it's a very slippery slope as you might want to say yes it is you guys will be shocked when you see how far that really is it's a really cool little hundred foot trip but it was beautiful once we got down to the bottom and we enjoyed ourselves down at the base of Mooney waterfall after enjoying ourselves there we headed down the trail toward Beaver Falls this was a beautiful green valley with many river crossings. Arriving mm-hmm. above Beaver Falls, which was multiple, multiple falls that went down there. They're gorgeous. Um, after being told this was a shortcut, mm. can you see the air quotes <laughs> in the air? We climbed down a cliff with a frayed rope. <laughs> right. Well, the, it, it was a frayed rope for sure. There was only like one strand. If you want to call it a rope, it was just one strand left. It was the remaining strands. So most of us that are of Avertite, it um, while it was precarious, <laughs> it wasn't as difficult as <laughs> you the say, shorties found it. <laughs> right. You say average heights because my daughter and I are a little over five foot each, and um, the, the handholds and the footholds were just 
two or three inches further than we could make it, even stretching yes, out. Yes. Um, so we had to kind of let go and let God. And the only thing that really got me through that was um, the meditations that we have. Um, the, the, there's a meditation that Sheila and I came up with, and it really helped me because it was a single word, but it gave me the single word to focus on rather and, and the breathing rather than what was actually happening as far as where my hands weren't going or my feet weren't going. We also had a, a she said this frayed rope, which really wasn't a rope because it no longer was it a rope. It just had one like one strand left, but it was still pegged into the side of the the thirty. It was a thirty foot cliff that we were going down, which doesn't sound like much, but when you're only five foot, that's that's a pretty <laughs> you know that's a pretty long <laughs> cliff there. We got down to the we did by the grace of God got down to the bottom. But the only thing that really got me through it was saying my meditations, the words, and some of them were, were a little sassy, I will admit. Get down to the bottom, and there's only like a, I don't know, four to six inch ledge before you had to jump into the water and then swim across real fast before the current take to, took you all the way down the river. <laughs> <laughs> and so we swam across to like a, a sandbar, and we enjoyed the time there eating lunch and watching the birds and just having a good time. Right, and there were some places to sit along below that waterfall, and then there's more waterfalls that go down. And um, so we enjoyed ourselves down there, and we decided when we went back to up the canyon, mm -hmm. the valley, toward Moody Falls to go back a different direction, so we had to hike out differently, which was a little bit easier, but just a different route. Right, well, I mean, it still took a lot of energy, it just didn't take as much stress energy. Right. So in this process, we had to have our day pack with us so we had to have water with us we had to have food and we had to be prepared for that 15 mile round trip from camp and back to camp and then you get to Moody Falls and you got to go up ladders and ropes and chains and little tunnels which was very fun and very thrilling and also very tiring <laughs> yes it was <laughs> you guys need to come to um, the ITK uh, Facebook because you won't believe the pictures I don't even think the pictures do it justice. So we get back to camp, and that was another 15 miles that day. It was a lot of hard work. Look, I talked to my daughter that night before we left, and I said, hey, are you having fun? And she said, no, I'm in hell. <laughs> and I said, why do you say that? And she says, it's been so much work, and we've done, you know, we've walked so much. And I said, I understand that. And I said, well, when do you, do you think you'll ever like this, this place? And she said, yes, when I get home, and I've had a shower, and I've, uh, you know, done my duty and I and I've had a good meal ask me that when we get back out of the canyon so we had night two and um, everybody slept a little bit better yeah my I butt was off the everybody ground everybody did yeah <laughs> I had I had two inches but I had two inches exactly you were not <laughs> scraping the ground no day three we had to get ourselves out of the canyon so we ended up having a late departure um, some of us did not quite have enough water but we were all determined to get out of the canyon well, and so we were able to put our heavy packs on donkeys to get out of the canyon, and we goodness. had our day packs and water. Yes. Well, it was it was also um, the last part of April, and in April and May, it start, that's when it starts to get really hot in the canyon down in in Arizona. Correct. So we were moving across the the canyon, uh, the floor there, the first two miles, getting just to the Indian village. It's all uphill and it's all sandy and so we were already exhausted and we we made it there we started going across the canyon floor 
And the only thing that was keeping me in line, keeping me in check, was my meditation. I, w I breathe in um, energy. I am energy. I give out energy. That's what I kept repeating to myself yeah. over and over again. And I found myself repeating um, every positive, uplifting word that I could find um, that was from A to Z. And I just kept on rotating right back around A to Z. And um, each time we would stop and find some shade, have some water, have a little snack snack whatever <laughs> it may be um there were a few different times that my kids said to me and your daughter said mm -hmm. to you you know what are you doing or where are you because we were so focused in on just getting across that canyon floor that um we didn't hear them talking so it was very helpful to get us across that <coughs> eight plus miles in order to get to the base of what are the S curves coming to the top. So all those switchbacks are very much in the sun and it's dry and it's hot and we're running out of water. Right, those <laughs> S curves are, are like switchbacks and they're, they're well, they're, they're stuff to cuss about, I can tell you. Yes. And because those last, those are the last two miles before you get to the very top of the canyon. And when we say we're exhausted, that's an understatement. Yeah. And so the words, the meditations that we had really got me through there. And those words sometimes were positive, sometimes were snarky, sometimes, you know, sassy. Beyond. So it was sassy to a point of threatening my kids' lives. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, you can, you can learn from those bad feelings. By, by the time you, well, sna snassy. <laughs> That's a that word. also. Snassy. Uh, snarky or sassy isn't necessarily uh, wrong or bad. They're just feelings that come. So that whether they're positive or negative, it's still a meditation. And yes. we learn from those feelings. We let them in, we acknowledge them, and then we release it. The whole message of the trip for us was Zen. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what is your idea of Zen, Sheila? My Zen is my personal feeling of calm and self-control. Personally, I attempt to keep a sense of Zen when teaching because most people struggle to even breathe because of mm -hmm. their personal situation, whether it be pain or discomfort or just plain learning all of this new information. Mm -hmm. So often I keep the sassy things that are going on between my ears and I don't let them out. <laughs> <laughs> Our intention is to live Zen, be Zen, then it all becomes sass sometimes. Kids, jobs, family, they all pull us away from our Zen. We don't necessarily always get pulled away, but we are unable to maintain that Zen 100% of the time because we lose focus. So sassy helps us keep perspective sometimes. How do you define sass? Well, in this context, the sass was a playful meditation, and it was snarky, and it sometimes has a bite to it. We can't be 100% Zen 24-7. The percentage of Zen to sass can change, but the sassy contains the bitter, the anger, the sadness, and it has humor to soften the blow. Sassy is just a twist to see the silver lining, if you will. Those uh, feelings are not necessarily wrong. They're just different, and they have a different way of teaching us. Discontent is the price of admission you pay to live a meaningful life. And a certain level of anxiety is actually beneficial to us. I mean, anxiety prevents us from driving down the, the highway in a motorcycle without a helmet at 120 miles an hour. We're not going to do that. Why? Because we have a little bit of anxiety. Um, we learn from our quote-unquote bad feelings, but we don't have to stay there or focus on them. It's just important to challenge the negative thought. So uh, let the thoughts come in, let them move on, and 
um, sometimes a single word or an affirmation can help. The lazy affirmative meditator is moving to a different level of being, one word at a time. This is meant to be kept simple, sometimes short and sweet. Some days finding your Zen takes time. A walk can help us. Oxygen always helps. Other yeah. days Zen is found in moments. Right, we came up with that uh, meditation. Um, I breathe, I am, I give is what we call it. And um, it's, it is a walking meditation and we breathe, I breathe in energy, I am energy, I give out energy. That is the way that I got up through the canyon. We will see and hear more of this I breathe, I am, I give in the future. Mm -hmm. Well, we, when you talk about meditation, you think of people sitting around for hours and, you know, om and meditating. Is that how you think of meditating? Not for myself. Often, they don't usually physically sit for hours. I think we all meditate through our entire day because of the words we say, the things that come across our lips, the things that are being repeated between our ears. Right, it's like the, uh, the, t the mental tapes you play are kind of a meditation because it's what you hear all day long. They are. So if you're going to talk to yourself, if you're going to say words, you might as well say positive words. Therefore, life awareness comes about one word at a time. And that is the essence of the lazy affirmative meditator. Lazy is the sassy part and affirmative is the zen. It is the balance that is within us. Okay, kids, it's quiz time. What is in the kisser? Zen with a big dose of sass. That's right. Thank you very much for listening to our first podcast. Remember that we're newbies here, and we are developing our new positive lifestyle brand. We will definitely hone in on the subjects that you are interested in, in hearing more about or digging deeper into. We invite you to take this journey with us. It is our hope that we can grow together as we learn more about you and what lights your fire. Contact us at Facebook, which is In The Kisser. Instagram is In The Kisser, D-O-T-C-O-M. We are adding more social media all the time. Thank you for supporting In The Kisser. Have a zen day. With a big dose of sass.